most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Another edition of King and Foster. We haven't done this in a while. Tom Mazaway sitting in the studio till I see the boys on the screen. Then I'll turn it over to them. Terry Foster, what's happening, my man? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good today. Nice day. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice and sunny and not too humid. Got the humidity out the way, so I'm good. Cool, man. Just, well, uh, enjoying, enjoying my crazy life in my crazy world. That's all. Same here. We'll be looking uh, for Jimmy here in just a couple of minutes. Once we see him, I'll let you boys do it. But I don't know if you heard, but... It looks like the Miami Marlins are going to be sitting out for a while. 17 Marlin players and coaches have got sick, and they couldn't play last night. Now they made the official announcement that they will not be playing for a bit. So uh, here we go. It's baseball. Yeah, I know. Well, there's one team down, you know, however many more to go. But should we be surprised because of all the crazy stuff that's been going on in California? I mean, in Florida. But my understanding, they haven't even been in Florida yet. So I don't know what's going on with the Marlins. Nope, it's bad, man. It's it's uh, it's not a good situation. And, you know, let's face it, baseball did not bubble themselves. They did it. They went uh, to their own homes. They're traveling. And they didn't listen to the powers that be. Let's face it, sports, it's a uh, – it's something that maybe we shouldn't be doing right now, but we are doing it, but we're trying to do it the right way, and it looks like baseball's plan did not work. No, it, it didn't, and, and you, but the thing is, is no, this nation is addicted to sports. Uh, we felt we had to have baseball above anything else here in the summer, so they, they had to go, go ahead and do the best that they can, but, you know, what were the Marlins up to? Why is it just this one team, or is this other teams, are they all going to go – fall down in a domino fashion too i mean the tests have not been huge with the other teams everybody seems to be clear for now but you know how, how long is that gonna last i have no I idea know. and what were these what were these guys doing i mean how'd they all get so sick i mean is it because they're they're in florida and florida is a hotbed but like you said they really haven't been there right or maybe they're hanging out with lou williams yeah there's a possibility there at the strip club Lou got know. out there. Lou got out there after his uh, grandfather's funeral. He stopped there for some wings, the Lou uh, Lemon Hot Wings. Did you hear about that? Man, stop, stop, stop. He did not stop there for wings. Don't believe that story. <laughs> he uh, he was there for some breasts. Oh, <laughs> breasts of chicken, about. not wings. Okay, I got it. No, no. I, I've been to that club, actually. It's Magic very, City? Very, yeah, Magic City is very, very overrated. Um. But that's, you know, the, the athletes, you know, the pro athletes, that's their strip club of choice. So they go there. And so it trickles on down and, and everybody feels that they have to go to Magic City. But I did not have the wings when I was there. I'll admit that I was checking out the scenery, but I thought it was real overrated as a club. Not as good as the, the great ones we have here in Detroit, of course, Maz. I haven't oh. been to one in many, many years. But Me neither. Our club. Are very beautiful with the beautiful women and stuff, but Magic City is the place. But he did not go there for the chicken wings. I'm telling you, brother. I believe you. Don't believe that story. I believe you. 
Terry Foster, Tom Azaway in, waiting on Jimmy King. He's going to be calling in, I understand. So we'll we'll give him a call. Dave, uh, reach out to him. He he wants to get on here with, with T. Foss. So, Terry, what's uh, what's going on in your world? How's it looking? And uh, what's your view on all the sports right now trying to get going? Well, um, the, the, the most damning thing for me is the temp of baseball coming back. And it's not – it has nothing to do with the Marlins. It has a, a lot of the facts with watching these games. It just does not feel the same to me. And I know they've pumped in crowd noise and they have organ music and other music and everything. But, you know, baseball to me has turned into a sterile sport with uh, the cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Uh, you can hear guys celebrating. You can hear guys cussing. I, I have never... You know, I've always believed the fans are a big part of sports, but I've never realized how big of a part they are. Huge. Until you try to play without them. Yep. Uh, th- this this feels like um, a game in the park, uh, games uh, on the Sandlot Field, uh, you know, minor league games in a major league park. It's just not the same. Uh, I miss the hum of the crowd. I miss the different levels of uh, cheering that you have in baseball. I mean, Matt, for instance, a two-out single in the first inning, the cheers for that two-out single sounds a lot different than a uh, bases-clearing double in the seventh inning to break a 2-2 tie. You can just tell that there's a difference. Yeah. You don't even have to look. And I miss that. I miss that a lot. Um, and you know, and and I've enjoyed watching the Tigers strike out 50, 60 times in these first few games. Yep. But it's just just not the same. I mean, for instance, uh, yesterday was opening day for the Tigers, the home opener, and it just didn't feel the same. You know. No, of course. Usually, not. I would be downtown, and even if I didn't go to the game, sometimes I would go down there and not even make it to the game, but I would go to Nemo's. Yeah, uh, I miss those days. Go over to Capitol Park, uh, you know, find my favorite place. Just maybe watch the game, the sports bars with other people, and we cheered just like the game was going on right there. So we were cheering TVs, but you're Detroit fans and you're together. There's that camaraderie. There's that you know, you, it's almost like you can link arms and everything. But this is just not the same, and it's not as fun to me. I still enjoy the game. You know, I I, I, store, uh, I forget the – I was watching the game, and somebody hit a home run in the third deck, and it was tremendous. But no, there was no cheers. There were no right. boos. There was nobody to throw the ball back onto the field. So I, re- I really miss that. So to me, sports cannot come back totally until the fans are back. Well, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. And when I was watching baseball uh, a few weeks ago before the official season started, I was so bored, I turned it off. And I, I'm watching, like, repeats of stuff still. I mean, I need I need the crowd, man. I need a real crowd. I need to see them. I need to see the people jumping up and down, fighting for a foul ball. That's the game. That's that's. And I said it. I, I love sports, man. You know that. But I think mm-hmm. we don't. We don't need them. We don't need sports as much as sports needs us. Right. Now, that's true. But 
they try to make you think that you are a um, secondary part of the, of the game, that you right. don't count as much. The only time sports fans get acknowledgement is when a team, um, you know, sells out a stadium because, you know, they're making money. And when they get a championship, hey, I have the best, you know, our Tiger fans are the best in the world. You know they're lying to you, but they, they at least acknowledge it. They yeah. at least say it, and it feels good. They can't even do that this year if um, no. when the Tigers win the World Series in 2020. Sure. We'll see if we can even get through yeah, a half a season. Yeah. We'll now, you, you think no sports is going to make it through the whole season, do you? I personally don't, but basketball seems to think their bubble's going to work, and the NHL's got their bubble in Canada. And so far, we haven't heard much as far as people getting sick. But let's see. I don't think football has a chance, and I really don't think baseball, the way it's being played now, has a chance to keep going. You know, I've always thought that basketball would play the entire season. First of all, they don't have to play an entire season. Secondly, all they have to do is play these few regular season games, if you want to call them, and then the playoffs. But now I start to doubt it a little bit when when a clown like Lou Williams goes out and does what he does and has to lie about it. Uh, you know, they they lied about um, they he, a picture was taken of him, right? And the person who took the picture said, "Well, no, that it was, was a rapper." Prior, yeah, the rapper. It was it was mm-hmm. prior to that, and you know they're lying. Of course, and then Lou Williams. I don't I didn't go to the strip club for the strippers. I went for the chicken wings. Right. That's bullshit, man. I, I, I'm not buying that stuff. He could have went through a drive-thru, a Kentucky Fried Chicken, if that was the case. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Buffalo Wild Wings got some good yeah. wings, man. You know that. You know yeah, that. So, But, you know, they may not be as good as Magic Cities. I acknowledge that. But if you really wanted some wings, you could have done that and could have taken them home and, and, and be responsible. And the thing that disappoints me with Lou Williams is every time I covered – professional sports and I, I listen to the bullshit from the athletes they say about how professional they are how the game means more to them than anything else how the team means more to them than anything else and then uh, I know it's just one guy but Lou Williams obviously that is not the case and uh, you know I follow his career a little bit and, and I've always thought him to be a clown not as responsible not on the same level and I'm not talking playing-wise, but I'm talking about professionally as most athletes. So is he the first of many to do this, or is he the, uh, an aberration where guys are going to hang in, they're going to you know, eat their food in the bubble, they're going to be professional and, and uh, stay inside the bubble? That's the thing I don't know. Man, th- is, this, is this the crack in the dam? Is he, is, are other people going to say, you know what, Lou can do it, I can do it too? And if that's the case, then you're right. Basketball will not make it either because they're they're in that hotbed, that coronavirus hotbed of Florida. You know everybody's going to get coronavirus if if they escape in Florida. How about this? How about they bring the gentlemen's club to the bubble and invite women? They have to be quarantined. Then the women come into the bubble, and then uh, let's you know take one of the parks. Well, let's go to. Uh, uh, the Magic Kingdom. Oh, the Magic Kingdom is where the guys right. are going to go tonight. <laughs> right. No, no, seriously, you laugh. Maybe that's what they should have done. Maybe they should. You know what? These guys can't go two, three months without sex. So let's no. bring in strippers. They can't. 
hookers, um, girlfriends, wives if you want them. But, you know, I'm sure they want something new. So bring in all these women, quarantine them. They probably should have done this before yeah. and just have it a bubble with basketball and sex. This is all these guys want, basketball, sex, and food. <laughs> but here's Even the kicker. The yeah. married men, the married men yeah. won't stay married. That's the problem. No, they have that outside of the bubble. So it will just be like a little, you know, that, that happens in sports. People kind of understand that. So they would still remain married. No big deal. We can have conjugal visits, right? Right. Absolutely. Now, now of course, uh, if you, if you started to negotiate that and that became public, then uh, that would be a PR nightmare and, the, the league would be upset, the players would be upset, the owners would be upset, and they would say, oh, no, this is not what we want. But, you know, that's exactly what they, they want. And, you know, a smart agent uh, would have brought that up by by now, or a smart agent would have brought it up a few weeks ago and just said, let's face facts. These guys fool around. These guys have women in, in every city. So we're just going to bring them to them so they don't go looking for them and uh, – maybe they would have a better shot at um, quarantining and getting the season. Because the main thing is to complete the season. Get paid. Uh, make sure your buddies get paid. Make sure that the teams get paid. That's that's all this is all about. And for us, the only thing is we're left with is to watch the games, see who wins this whole thing, and move on from there. All right. All right. What have you been doing? Uh, is Dr. Fauci still on you? Are you allowed to leave the compound? Or what's it been like the last couple of weeks for you? Uh, uh, Dr. Fauci is on me tough. Um, you know, we had our drive through graduation party for my son. We all had to wear masks. There was a party uh, probably about 200, less than 200, yeah, about 100 yards from here. One of our neighbor's boys had a uh, graduation party. We went to it, but we went in and we, we were at that party for less than 10 minutes because uh, people, even though they were outside, they weren't wearing masks. Um, I think the food was uh, buffet style, so we're not allowed to eat buffet style food because people were breathing on it and other people are reaching over for other food items. So we basically went, went into the party, waved, and left. Right. So, so she's still watching you, and you're still following yeah, the way it is. And you got to mm-hmm. be comfortable. You got to, you have to be comfortable, you know, with, with the way you live your life. And uh, speaking of yeah. life, we have a friend uh, in the radio business that's uh, battling right now. It's uh, Jamie Samuelson over at the Ticket, and right. I know you guys work together on the Fan. And Jamie, you know, is a lovely guy. He's a he's a sweetheart, and uh, he announced. Uh, He's been in and out of the hospital with an infection the last few weeks, and people are wondering what's going on. And I guess he finally said, listen, I'm going to tell you what's up. Since last January in 2019, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. And I'm not sure you know, how bad it is, uh, how treatable it is, but obviously he's been working, and look, he still looks great and everything. So I'm thinking that he's got a handle on this thing. But you know, our thoughts are, are with, with Jamie and his family, and I know you have a lot to say about that. Right. And, you know, you know I, I love Jamie. I thought, you know, Jamie and I weren't real, real close, but yeah. when we worked together, we were friendly. Your and, comrades. And, uh, yeah, hung out with him and, yeah. and, and everything, like being around him. And uh, so Jamie is one of those good guys. 
And he's not just friends to us in the sports media world, but he's friends to his listeners, to people who read him. I mean, he, he wants to reach out to everybody. So Jamie's just one of those guys. I wish I was as nice as Jamie Samuelson. So, but, uh, you know, he's a guy that, um, uh, you know, he has a lot of nicknames. He's got a very large head. And so that's why Wojo calls him the big headed kid. Um, <laughs> Jam but, Sam, uh, yeah. Jam Sam. Yeah. Jam Sam, Jam Sam 22, whatever you want to call him. But you know, the thing I feel, the first thing I thought about was his kids. His kids are young. Uh, they're in, I think they're in middle school and elementary school. And, um, you know, dad is, is battling this and, uh, it's, it's gotta be tough for them. Um, if they, they know what's going on, but if, you know, if, if this is treatable and, and dad can get out of this and, um, you, um, you know, you, you, you applaud him. But the, the thing that struck me is Jamie said that he hugs his kids a little tighter, hugs his wife a little bit tighter. Yeah. Uh, because of what what he's going through. But uh, I think the most important thing is, and I think the major reason that Jamie um, let this out is he wants people to go uh, get a colonoscopy. Sure. Because that can help save your life, uh, colon cancer, if treated if uh, treated at an early age is is treatable. I mean, you can live, you can have a normal life, you can get rid of it. And um, and I want to say this as a guy who's had two colonoscopies, um, they're not that bad. No, uh, the, the worst, worst part, part is the drinking that stuff. It, it, drinking that stuff, and it, yeah. it has a little of a lemon lime taste. And uh, it's different now, Terry. You can mix oh, it, it now. You can mix it like with Gatorade. Then you take like a laxative and stuff like that. I'm I'm I did two myself. I'm 58. I got my third scheduled for the end of August. So. You know, I've been watching, and God, God willing, everything will be fine right. going forward. But you definitely, you. My dad's ninety-three; he's never had one. All right, so there are those stubborn guys out there that you're not gonna, you're not doing that to me. You know, bullshit. You're not sticking anything up anywhere near me, and you got to yeah, get over you know, that. He, he, he's ninety-three though, so yeah, I know I, that. I think he's gotten through the, the worst yeah, part. But I'm just saying, when you mix it with Gatorade, did it have to be light-colored Gatorade? Because I was told yes. you had that clear yes. liquid. Yes. Okay, light color. Light color, light so, Gatorade. Uh, but the thing I did with that stuff is I put it in the refrigerator. Yeah. And it, it, for some reason, when it's cold, it tastes a little bit better. So, I mean, we can all fast for a day. That's the other tough part. You don't yeah. eat for a day. You eat, you could possible. eat soup. You could have like consomme and, you know, jello yeah. if it's if it's light colored, stuff like that. Right. Dr. Fauci got me... Uh, what did she get me? She got me some bouillon, so that yeah. kind of worked. Yeah, and I, I didn't really, I didn't really drink it because I was fine with fasting. I fasted before uh, for a couple of days, not because I was going to take a long uh, colonoscopy, but because just for the hell of it, I decided not to eat for a day or two. So it is possible to do, and that's the tough part. But as far as the procedure is, I mean, you go in, and it's for them, for the doctors, it's it's almost like car assembly. Because when I had mine, I had mine at Beaumont Hospital in Royal Oak. Yep. Normally it's outpatient, but they wanted to have me in the hospital because of uh, the stroke. And they just wanted to make sure that if something happened that I was in a hospital setting. But for them, it's just, it's almost like pulling teeth. It's a Easy. piece of cake for them. Yeah. It's assembly line. 
It's like a 20-minute – it's supposed to be 20 minutes, and you're in and out. You go under a right. light anesthesia, you wake up, you're supposed to feel okay, and go home and, and spend the rest of your day just chilling. Yeah, they tell you always bring a driver. Yeah, of course. Uh, because you're not supposed to – but I, I felt like I could have driven. I, right. I could have gone home on my own, but as a precaution – and had the wife with me. And yeah, everything. I had my and wife with me twice. I was the designated driver for uh, Vince Goodwin. Not Vince Goodwin, but Vince Ellis. Uh, who used to work at the Free Press. Yeah, I was sure. his DD. And so, um, so find a buddy, you know, drive them to their colonoscopy, have them drive you to yours, and just, just do, do it. a buddy thing for a couple of days. Right. Just do it. But it, I, I think. I think we're so scared of procedures and everything that, right. you know, if you if you see what it's all about, if you see the person g- getting through it easily, then it would be uh, easier for you to do it. Um, I even and and I even did the um, oh what's the thing oh the poop in the box I did that too. Oh God! I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather do the colonoscopy, yeah, than the poop in the box. Yes. <laughs> because what you have to do is you you not only have to poop in the box, but oh, you have gosh. to poop in the box, and then you have to put a sample inside of some little tube or something oh, and then oh, put it in there. All right. It, it was the most gross and humiliating thing that that I've ever done in my life. It's like, you know, when I take my dog for his and you got to bring uh, a sample of his stuff. I, there I am, uh, you know, waiting. I have to wait until the dog goes. I'm like running him around the backyard. Come on, cheater. Come on, man. Just do it. Do it now. Will you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got to pick it up and, and take it in as well. But I think it'd be worse to do your own. No question. Right. I mean, it's it's easy. I mean, you just poop in the box, get the sample, and you ship it on this way. And, uh. Uh, but if I had my choice after doing both, I would just do the colonoscopy. Just drink the liquid, suffer for the day, go to sleep, wake up feeling fine, and then you get your you get your um you get your test right there. For me, everything was clear. I did not have colon cancer. He said there was a couple polyps there. Yep. He snipped them off. They were non cancerous. They send them out. They check them. Yeah. So we moved on. That's good, man. So we give our best to our friend uh, out there, uh, Jamie Samuelson, and, uh, and his battle. We love Jamie. As he continues, and he'll beat it, no question about it. He likes those San Francisco Giants. He likes that Northwestern Wildcats. He'll be fine. Yeah. There's no question about it, and uh, God bless him. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I got I got to sample his San Francisco Giants a few years ago with the family. We went to the, uh, the ballpark and uh, That's a nice park. the game. It's a very nice park. The kids got to slide down the Coca-Cola thing. Nice. Because they were smaller. So it was it was fun. We got on the big screen. Oh, you did? And uh, Yeah, that was fun. Sweet. I think the reason we got on is because um, we got the tickets through the Tigers, and they told the Giants that we nice. were guests of them and could they put us on the big screen. So the whole family was on the big screen. But it was great. I had a great time. It was a beautiful day. It wasn't foggy. It was sunny. It was in the 70s, it was perfect. The kids loved it. And uh, I tell you, one sandwich they had there, I wish it was at Comerica Park, if you're listening, Tigers, is they have a, um, what's the big thing? Uh, they had a crab sandwich 
with melted cheese and some kind of chipotle mustard or mayo on it. That sounds and good. And it was this big. The only the only bad thing is the damn thing was fifteen dollars, but that's okay. Yeah, of you know, course. Vacation, but hey, that thing was delicious. Speaking of being on the big screen, you ever see uh, those videos of these guys that are on the big screen with their girlfriend or Gumar or whatever you want to call them, and they get caught kissy-facing them, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know, taking their arm down and stuff like that? Yeah. You ever see those? I have seen that. I have not been in that situation. Good. That's what uh, I was going to ask you. <laughs> right. No, I have not been in that situation. Everybody I've gone to a, a ball game with is uh, – uh, I can – Put them on display and say, this is my wife or my daughter or uh, I think I went with my cousin, Miss Boots, one time. So it was oh, all Boots. up and up. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've <laughs> you got the best it. names. You, it's got, I got caught on there, but, you know, with my girls, my my uh, my daughters oh, okay. at the Joe Lewis Arena. That was that was kind of cool. Oh, that was I think that was the only time I ever got on there. But it wasn't your Gumar, though. No, no, no. I don't have a Gumar. Okay, you didn't get uh, uh, caught sitting next to the knit- knitting lady. I did next not. Door to her. I did not. Okay. All right. I was sitting next to that Mo Cheese one time, and I got on the screen too. Remember Mo Cheese? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those were the good old Mo days, cheese. the good old Red Wing days. Hey, uh, hopefully you know, Jimmy. Hopefully we could find Jimmy here for the next show, Terry, because I got to run. But uh, okay. we're hoping that Jimmy can get on the phone here with us. He must be in a dead area because we can't get through with him. But we'll try. As uh, more King and Foster coming up right here on NRM Streamcast. Stay tuned.